speaking of that, you don't hear people say hot dog anymore. If they, like, is it like an expression of joy or wonderment? Have you ever, well, on um, Mickey Mouse, the Mickey Mouse, like, Oh, they do. Oh, there's a whole song. I love it. Okay. It's like, hot dog, hot dog. Maybe hot I'm just not dog. listening to the right people. <laughs> well, they play it a lot in Disney when you go there. Okay. Look, look up. Familiar. It's a good song. Hot dog, hot dog, hot diggity dog. Is it? Yeah, it is so infectious. This song. Really? Yeah. Maybe it's due for a TikTok moment. They're skanking. They're dancing like ska. Hot dog, hot dog, okay. Yeah. Dog. Now we got ears inside for cheers. Hot dog, hot dog, no problem solved. Hot dog, hot dog, hot diggity dog. I need one more. I brought your feet. Come on, do what I do. Keep on dancing. It's fun. Well, what a hot dog day. Hot dog, hot dog, hot diggity dog. It's a brand new day. What you're waiting for? Get up, stretch out, stop on the floor. Hot dog, hot dog, hot diggity dog. Hot dog, hot dog, hot diggity dog. We're splitting the scene. We're full of beans. So long for We're full now. of beans? Yeah. Humans are weird because that's like a song about like like a real celebration of eating assholes and lips, you know, a real jubilant kind of way of the and they, getting in the odds and ends. They have animals singing it. Exactly. <laughs> but not a pig and not a cow. Maybe yeah, they're celebrating the meat that they aren't. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, uh, a lot of people prefer beef ranks. Yeah, I've, I've, those heard, are, you know, I've heard that. Well, those are like Hebrew National. I don't know if Coney Island is... Coney Island may be all beef. Really? Yeah, because otherwise they're not kosher. Mm. You know? Sure. Yeah, of course. I do know. Hot dog, hot dog. I have a little butterfly effect kind of thing I wanted to go through with you. Okay. (laughs) It's a 9-11 butterfly effect. Okay. So 9-11 was indirectly responsible for Ellen getting canceled. Uh Uh-huh. So here we go. I want to hear contrary to popular belief because people think like oh she came out and then i mean that was it like the coming out didn't go over that well it didn't her career did falter for a while it did. but then it really came back because she was doing a lot of stand-up and the stand-up was doing well yeah. and then she was getting stand-up specials and then she ended up That's getting right. her talk show through yeah. that yeah but it took a while you know i mean honestly in the i guess mostly 90s i think is when i started watching her i loved her I know you At did. First. I, know. <laughs> I remember like going over to your house. I really <laughs> thought she was funny, but like I remember going over to your apartment once and you were living with Corey and you were like, the new Ellen HBO is so good. <laughs> you know what? I, I, I want to revisit it. I bet it is. I bet it is. There is one particular bit. Well, we, wa- we ended up watching it. Cause you're like, you have to see it. Yeah. There was a bit, <laughs> there was a bit about how she said that, like, it's really weird how we, as people, when someone spits in our face, we think oh, it's yeah. polite to yeah. not wipe it off and we'll just like continue to talk to someone and the yeah. spit will <laughs> be in our face. You know, if somebody's talking to you and a tiny bit of moisture comes out and lands on your cheek, you know, it's there. 
They certainly know it's there. And nobody acknowledges it. You just keep talking directly into each other's eyes, acting like that didn't just happen. (laughs) Waiting for them to glance away just for a second so you can do that. Is that, would that insult them if they saw us wipe that away? That you don't want that there? Why would you wipe my spittle away? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And when it's the other person that spit on you, like who are you protecting? Exactly. Yeah. So she didn't really get canceled until like what 2020, like when everyone was, you know. Well, the show was canceled like within a season or no. A I'm talking about her talk show talk show oh oh yes yes most recently yeah and then her like cancellation is like you know she sucks she sucked as a boss and that cancellation yes yes so that's what i'm talking about she's been canceled a few times really yeah by different sides and it shows you can't it doesn't happen exactly you know yeah so i'm talking about her later cancellation later her late in life cancellation in but but 9-11 mm-hmm okay you're so we're going through decades. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. It's a it's a journey. Okay. Okay. So, you know the band My Chemical Romance. Yes. They're like an emo band. Yes. They. Well, are they emo? Is that they're, what they're? I think they're they're like probably like they're definitely emo. Third you know? wave emo maybe. Okay. All right. There's waves of emo. I was like, because yes. I was like, I was watching Vanderpump Rules and these girls went to an emo night and I was like. I, I don't know any of these bands. This isn't the emo I know. Right. Like I like new Promise Ring and like American Football and like what were the other fucking bands? Captain Jazz and Jets to Brazil, Jawbreaker, that kind of stuff. So that's second wave. I went through a whole emo thing this weekend and I was like listening to emo. Anyway, Braid, Braid, yes. I was like Connor Obers, Bright Eyes, right. Bright Eyes, you think it was emo? It wasn't like scene emo, though. Wasn't, I mean, he was but, he was emo, certainly. Yeah, but, but, but neither like was, was Promise Ring. Yeah. It wasn't scene emo. Uh-huh. None of that was, uh-huh. but it was... Was it, Promise Ring also Saddle Creek? Or what record label were they on? You can look it up, but they were on the one that like... They were on the same they one. It's like one. Jets to Brazil and Jawbreaker and all that. Oh, right. Jade Tree. Jade Tree. So My Chemical Romance. I don't know what label they're on. I'm assuming that they're third wave... Uh, emo it's weird because it's uh, i think blink 182 kind of like bridged a gap between second and third wave emo because they blink 182 was considered emo i thought they were just pop punk people consider them emo people say this yeah like i'm i'm sure at an emo night they would be playing blink 182 absolutely yeah sure Um, i don't think they would consider themselves emo yeah but like scene kids in like the 2000s i'm sure uh-huh. You know, yes. So my chemical romance, I've never heard one of their songs before, mm-hmm. but on the 20 year anniversary of 9-11, they posted a really long Instagram post, like the text underneath about the 20th anniversary. So they said, to whom it may concern, 2021 marks the 20 year anniversary of the 9-11 attacks. Consequently, 9-12 marks the 20 year anniversary of my chemical romance. Like many of you reading this, 9-11 changed our lives and affected every aspect of our consciousness. They used effect wrong. That tracks. Starting My Chem was a direct result of everything we experienced and witnessed during those horrific events. The world changed that day, and the next day we set about trying to change the world. So they're going on and on. They're, they're 9-11 heads, and their entire band is based on 9-11. They formed on 9-12 because they were so emotionally moved, I guess, I by see. 9-11. Yeah. So 
That brings us to Stephanie Meyer, who wrote... Twilight? Yes. Stephanie Meyer gave an interview to Entertainment Weekly back in 2009, and she it was about her inspirations for doing Twilight. And was it Ellen and My Chemical Romance? My Chemical Romance is one of them. Right. So she says about My Chemical Romance, this band is so in touch for me with Jacob's character. This really raw, uncontrolled emotion where it's not about some person who's grown up and calloused over and learned how to control things. It's someone who's feeling it for the first time and just wants to go out and blow things up. The song Famous Last Words is a really romantic version of Jacob saying, okay, I'm putting myself out there and you're probably going to break me, but that doesn't change the fact that I'm still going to make the offer. So she was inspired by my chemical romance for the Twilight novels. Mm -hmm. Did you know that Twilight was the inspiration for Fifty Shades of Grey? Yeah, it started as fanfic. Fifty Shades of Grey started, E.L. James started doing Twilight fanfic. Like what if they were BDSM? Yeah, on fanfiction.com. I'm sorry, fanfiction.net. Then she read this, the blockbuster Twilight series by author Stephanie Meyer, which chronicles the romance between teenager Bella Swan and her vampire boyfriend, Edward. I just sat on my sofa and I just read them and read them and read them and read them. And I love them. And then I sat down and wrote a novel. Where did this come from? Just, I was inspired by Stephanie Meyer. She just, she just. I bet I could write really good erotica. Well, then why don't you try? It's kind of cheesy. But if, I mean, if she's you could very do it wealthy, well. though. Yeah, exactly. Give it a try. Like, do an erotica project. And that's, that's women supporting women, women inspiring women. The fact that um, Fifty Shades of Grey was based on Twilight? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> she's, she's really inspired by Stephanie Meyer, she said. Right. Okay, so you know that Dakota Johnson starred in Fifty Shades of Grey, mm-hmm. and that was her breakthrough, you know, yeah. her, her star-making turn. So because Dakota Johnson was big in promoting some project, she went on Ellen. Mm-hmm. And it's a very famous clip mm-hmm. that was filmed in late 2019. It was like around the holidays or it was like a holiday episode. This is like the most famous clip, the most important clip of the past 10 years. <laughs> <I'd say. laughs> yeah, it might be hard to find now, I think. I think people, you might want to do it on Clitter. Uh, clitter. <laughs> Twitter. Clitter is good, though. Clitter is a good name for like a sex app, right? Yeah. <laughs> for like you know that like that thing with that masturbation thing that 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 uh that uh that orgasmic cult you know with the when the women go get masturbated and then what is that called again you know what i'm talking about it was the one with the netflix stock yeah i'm pretty sure i don't remember what it was called yeah i don't remember what it was called either for people who are like into that kind of release clitter clit her yeah, exactly. Clitter, I already know her. You turned 30. I did. And um, how was the party? I wasn't invited. Actually, no, that's not the truth, Ellen. You were invited. Last year, no, last time I was on the show, last year, you gave me a bunch of about not she inviting you, but I didn't even know you wanted to be invited. Well, who did I didn't want to be invited to a party? Well, I didn't even know you liked me. <laughs> of course I like you. You knew I liked you. Did I? You've been on the show many times, and, and don't I show like? Yeah. yeah. But I did invite you, and you didn't come, so. This time you invited me? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. How do you know? I don't think so. Ask everybody. 
Jonathan, your producer. Who okay. said you were? I yeah, was invited. Right Why didn't I go? I don't know. <laughs> was it, was it, it? Oh, yeah, I had that thing. Um, <laughs> it was probably in Malibu. That's too far for me to go to. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah. <laughs> so that kind of took off. It, it didn't take off initially, like immediately. It was mm-hmm. a slow buildup mm-hmm. of when it really. I like, remember I saw the entire trajectory. Yeah. So it, like virally, it got big in 2020. Right. And it was a trend. It got became part of a trend on, yes. on TikTok yeah. where people would say, say all of the all of Dakota Johnson's words or, yes. or dialogue. People just started talking like, well, Ellen actually is an asshole. Mm -hmm. And then eventually, like more and more stories came out and then she was forced to resign and her show was canceled. And that was that 9-11. Wow. She took much longer to fall than the buildings, unfortunately. (laughs) I mean, that's true. She was standing for a good 20 years. Um, Well, she I guess she had to get as big as she was in In order order to fall. Right. As hard as she did. Yeah. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, that's that butterfly effect. I like it. I like it a lot. You know what I hate? And I'm actually going to put this out there just to put it into the world as like a PSA. Sure. Or really a request. I hate when I order movie tickets online and it doesn't tell me which, where the bat, where the exit is, like where you come in and out of the theater. Oh. Why do you need to know that before you get there? Because I want to sit on the end by the door okay. so I could use the bathroom if I need to, as opposed to sitting all the way on the other side, um, which usually there is. Obviously, there would be, you know, stairs to go down. And also there's that like landing space that you can walk by. But I want to be as close to the exit door as possible. And I feel like that's my right. And nobody seems to care. <laughs> Is that, is it because of, um, was it, what was that band? It wasn't White Snake. It was where everyone died in that little club. Oh, Great White? Great White. Is it because of that? No. But I do have, I'm never more claustrophobic. Well, here's the things. Here's what I'm claustrophobic about. I'm not claustrophobic. I actually like to be kind of like compressed, except I don't like to sit on the inside at movie theaters at all or any theaters, but certainly not movie theaters. And also fisting. I just, it makes me feel really close. I don't, I don't want to try it because I'm just, it makes me, uh, the idea of my hand On being which encased. which end? Oh, okay. The hand. Yeah. I'm not getting fisted. Like that would. Would you be afraid that you, I just you wouldn't don't get like it back? the feeling. Well, it just, the, that anxiety or whatever, like it just, it just makes me feel claustrophobic, you know, just thinking about it. So. I feel like the hand thing would feel like a, like a snug hug, you know, it would feel like reassuring. Like when they put the like. The, the blanket on you at the dentist before they take your x-rays. Right. I love that. <laughs> I have no real attachment to that, but I don't want my hand. I don't want my fist to be snugly hugged. <laughs> I just don't want it. How, are so. you, how is love on the spectrum coming along? Oh my God. It's so I good. Have, right? I have notes. Oh, good, good, good. Firstly, it's mostly a show about people just naming animals. That happens in so many scenes. They just name animals. Abby and David. Abby and David continue to do that in their life. Yes, Tanner and Kate, though, too. Dolphins, dogs. I I get lions, tigers, and gorillas, and bears, and cows, and horses, and pigs, and chickens, and and ducks, and goats, and sheep. Uh 
And uh, my favorite animal is a gorilla. I'll tell you what, why I like gorillas. Because they're animals, animals with hands. Are there some animals you don't like? Uh, I don't like uh, alligators. That's okay. I'll tell you the things I don't like. I don't like skunks. I don't like porcupines. I don't like hyenas. I don't like bugs. I don't like spiders. Tanner really breaks my heart because he's such a nice guy. Wait, so you are already on second season? Yes. Okay, good. Yes. Tanner breaks my heart. He's such a nice guy and he has a lot of confidence really to be walking up to people and just talking to them. If ever you feel like, oh, I might not have something to say for a stranger to a stranger, like allow this this young autistic adult to show you the way. I thought that like his And everybody likes him. The girl. Oh, everyone loves him. Yeah. He's like a star at that hotel he right, works at. Right. I thought that the girl they set him up with was really like beneath him. And I'm not saying that because she has Down syndrome. I'm saying it because she was not a conversationalist. It's not a match. It's so clearly not a match. And it's like, what's going on? But also, I feel like she was really into him. And (laughs) I I think that maybe she was like. I was shocked on during the date when they were like, what do you think? She's like, amazing. Yeah. (laughs) She's she's like so chill. There's a scene where he's like, you know, where he's going through sea animals. He's like, do you like whales? Do you like crabs? He's like, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, when they got to the zoo and he's like, what animals are you excited to see today? And she's like, all of them. Yeah. (laughs) Her answers were so short and generic. So short. And he's so loquacious. I mean, to me, it's just not a match. I think it's interesting that they they do match um, people with autism with Down syndrome? Yeah. Because I, I mean, I think there is some co- comorbidity, I guess you'd say. I would also think maybe that maybe you wouldn't say that. In but the town that they're in that. is kind of small. So maybe people with intellectual disabilities. Yes, there's, just the, disability, the disability community, yeah. let's say. Uh, I'm not saying that that's good or bad, but I do think that this just in terms of, of Tanner's, uh, you know, proclivities and just general kind of affect well, he's, a, he's just, a conversationalist it's not I mean, a good match he's you like can't it, it, stick him with a girl who's nothing to say i i laughed out loud oh also a thing about kate uh uh tanner's date did you notice that she ordered a burger without the bun no she wish i did not notice that was she <laughs> she's doing keto she's doing keto or maybe maybe she she knows she maybe she doesn't she's, like buns or maybe she's um what do you call it uh, gluten, celiac celiac yes um maybe she has celiac i i don't know but i just thought it was funny it was very kind of top model you know <laughs> just order a burger without the bun <laughs> that's tyra's dieting advice <laughs> it is a good compromise i mean it's a compromise and you get some of the experience that you're looking for yeah you know what she meant but it's still very silly advice also connor i feel i feel i think connor's pretty cute i love connor's the one i showed you the clip of oh, yeah, when he yeah, gets yeah, like yes, really impressed yes, that she exactly. likes uh transformers and totally. he's like oh god like he doesn't think he can have her because right. she has this like big collection totally um i think he's cute too i i love how he keeps talking about his mom's granite business she sells <laughs> countertop granite <laughs> so he, he lets everyone know he goes on a date with uh what was her name um what's her name uh i yeah, thought I she was it. cute I here when she's I, t- no, when she's talking about Transformers and stuff. Sasha. Like, Sasha. When, I, when she's, No, no, the, the, this is a different one. I'm talking about Sasha. When she goes out with oh, the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. So no, I did not think she was cute. They it, used it to work a, together. Yes, they used to work together. At a grocery store. Uh-huh. And he... So he's like stammering and he keeps like 
the entire time kind of like um signaling how uncomfortable he is and how he can't think of anything to say and he keeps like it's it's all like out there and yeah. then and then in the middle he goes I don't mean to pry but how is this going <laughs> <laughs> it's so good they're they're really funny and when he checks uh, no in front of that girl two girls he checked no in front of, on a speed the date the director is like are you doing that while they're still I like still that the, the director will kind of like I think that that is the real humane thing to do when the director speaks up and kind of breaks you know the fourth wall and it, although the director is they're all calling him his name's Kean mm-hmm. yeah they're all like naming him like he's part of it and anyway and the the Australian one too right he's the same guy so but, he definitely is like you know, he's hiring them those dating advice people. He's interacting with them more than just sort of like fly on the wall. Yeah. Also on that date. Did you when, watch the whole second season? No, okay. I, I have three episodes left. Okay. Okay. Also on that date, um, because I didn't get to the Transformers part yet. Oh, oh yeah. okay. On that date, um The speed date or when he went out with the girl? No, no, I'm talking about Connor when when he's on the date with with Sasha God, with Sasha and she calls him handsome and he's like, You're not so bad yourself. <laughs> Also, his monologuing is so theatrical, you know, for him, because he talked about the presence of cameras and, and paparazzi that he was envisioning after after appearing in this show. Remember, he's like, I don't want that life. I He like was really he's his like, mom was like, you're putting the cart before the horse yeah, here. Yeah. He's like, I, there's going to be people there to be looking. Yeah, he um, and he was really I mean, honestly, I Sometimes I'm like this when I'm on Hinge and I'm like, oh, should I X him? No, I don't like. Ugh. And sometimes I'll go back and I'll be like, no, I'll let him go. But no, I, I should just be like, if I don't immediately want to go out with someone, I don't know why I should hem and haw about it. Well, because it's hard to pick, you know, it's hard to like, like decide in a moment whether or not this is somebody for you just by looking at a picture and stuff. It's so, really uh, difficult because you know, so much of someone's attractiveness to me is their personality. So Mm -hmm. like just looking at pictures of people, it just, I think that's why online dating doesn't work out for me because I end up fucking like really hot guys or like having that opportunity basically every time. Mm -hmm. But then they're, they don't have like the best personalities or like ones that will like mesh. Right. So that's why I think that online dating is not for you. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you? I feel like you're staring well, at me. I'm just listening. Wait, <laughs> I guess I was waiting for you to make a point. Honestly, <laughs> if you want to know. I forgot in the middle why I was telling the story. <laughs> <laughs> Who else? Oh, Danny. What do you think about Danny? I think she's hot and right? she, her she, standards knockers. drive me crazy. Like, I think because she knows what she's got. She knows what she's got, but she keeps like it never anything is 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 never enough. She's looking for one specific perfect thing. But I just do have to tell you that. And then the guy I, that she went for, I thought was all wrong. I think that. Well, what guy? The the first date she goes on. The one where she gives him a giant kiss and she's like, "Do you want a giant right, kiss?" Okay, and okay. the guy's like, "Oh, oh it gets oh. better for her." Okay, um, good. I feel like it's commendable and i actually like am envious of the how she like goes after what she wants yeah well she's like do you have a job yeah and they like tell her like they're like oh i work in a grocery store and she's like yeah and then we'll just like leave yeah but she's not like even she's not a gold digger or anything but she's like very much like 
I make my money and he makes his money and I want someone who makes money like me so we can do things. And it's like, God, that like she had like, basically that's everything I've been doing wrong. Uh huh. She certainly, she's fucking horny. She's very horny. The first She did fall to pieces after kissing. Uh, what was his name? Um, uh, was it a Don? No, the one before, uh, uh, the, the one, the first, the real smiley one. Right. The uh, law of attraction guy. Solomon? Was that his name? Solomon. Solly. Yeah. <laughs> she um, who I, Solly. I loved. I thought he was like super cute for her. And she just was like, no. And But remember like at the but, table, but she was like, I'm feeling it. I know. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. incredible. And he yeah. was like, yeah, I knew the law of attraction would work. Totally. The thing, <laughs> didn't he work at a grocery store? I think so. I, so I think she so. was like, no, yeah. I can't like... That's too much. But he had an I interest don't... in like learning, like growing and studying animation from there. I mean, you know. I think he was just sell- telling her that because he, he wanted to fuck her. He might have. He wanted to motorboat those but, giant I mean, tits. as long as he knew kind of like that's what was up, right? What? You'd have to know her enough to know that saying I want to study animation is... I don't know. Did he have autism? He doesn't... I don't think he's picking up on... Like I think the whole thing is exactly. that they don't pick up, pick up on cues. Well, it depends. Like it's it, it's really fascinating to watch the spectrum on the show and how different it is how from person really to different. person. Yeah. And uh, thank God that the families are on because they ground it so much and like the stories like you know also the, are never too sad because there's a lot of sad stories out there. Yes, you know? but you also see how like the family like laughs with and enjoys the things they're their kid is saying because it is funny you know i mean it's just the the way i think the way that their you know autism is played on the show in my you know non-diagnosed opinion is that it's just eccentricities like they're what make up everybody yes and like that this is who they are as people and they are funny and um i love but James's people are parents. funny too and part of what is funny is kind of like the obliviousness in a way obviously but, but I it's think so, also like good natured. Right. And, part of why fun. it's like this is a fun person to be around. I think part of why it's such a big hit is because dating is just awkward anyway. It doesn't matter. Right. If you if you have autism or not, like it's just, you know, and you often don't know what's going on or like how someone feels. And, you know, it's scary. Well, and they're wonderful documentary subjects because so many of them have the tendency to like externalize. or Yes. Like, even uh, maybe like. You know, the way that it's delivered is kind of awkward or or uh, specifically them, but it still is. There's a there's a level of like articulation there that's probably higher than your average, you know, neurotypical. Right. In the first season of Australia, there's a woman that worked with all of them for dating. And um, she was like going over like you know, possible outcomes. She was working through a text with someone. Work uh, through text. Like it, if I'm texting with a guy, I'm like, oh my God, well, what should I say? You oh, know, I see, early right. on. Workshop text. Yes, you're right, right. Yeah. So they're, so she's kind of doing that with him. And the yeah. girl had texted him, like, he asked her out on another date. And she's like, you know, I really can't. Um, I have a lot going on personally. So it's not a good time right now. Yeah. <laughs> the woman who was like helping, she was like, the dating coach, she was like, so what do you think that this means? And he's like, I'll text her next week. <laughs> and, I, and she's like, <laughs> No, no, no. <laughs> Trying to explain like this was your a soft letting you go, right. letting you down softly. Right. And I was like, wow, because my answer would have been like, I'll just check back in with him in a month. Mm-hmm. But I think also 
maybe it's different for girls because if I check back in with a guy in a month, they'll be like, well, she'll fuck me again. You know? Yeah. Uh, people's persistence never feels, never fails to amaze me. <laughs> you know, the, like how people will show themselves as so thirsty. What's the difference between thirsty and horny? Um, thirsty is like solicitous. It's, it's, it's like, um, well, when I'm horny, not, I get that way too. <laughs> not just horny. It's like horny and now it's everybody's business. You know, everyone's business, a lot of people's business, maybe everyone in the vicinity. I mean, it depends on I feel where like you that's are. what it's like when I'm horny. Right. It doesn't matter. It just kind of feels like one in the same. You sound thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, it is what it just is. Own it. I actually should be posting more bikini pictures. I feel like. Okay. That sounds really thirsty. Well, I look really good. Okay. And, you know, I'm not going to be this young ever again. Right. You know, so I want to like document it. Okay. You know? Sure. Go for it. Yeah. You have the drive. Also, and I don't know if this just means I'm crazy or whatever. It is. It's mental illness. But like I, (laughs) (laughs) my body dysmorphia is like so bad that. Still? Yeah. It's like well, you're I, talking about your body. I, How can I even trust what you're saying? Exactly. <laughs> when you ha- are delusional, you sometimes <laughs> need you? a check in with reality. I when so my body my body dysmorphia makes me delusional. I don't know. I'm fucked up because that's what I was raised. My mom raised me to be thirsty, I guess, and horny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I didn't know that it was going to come back around to there, but. I did sure. think that thir- I, I I think thirsty and horny are the same thing because I think there's just, a difference, but I think maybe you, you make them the same thing. <laughs> but what's the difference? Because you can be horny at home and horniness is, is a self-contained feeling. And then thirst is the way that it's presented to the world. That's right, what so it involves. All thirst is horny, but not all horny is thirst. Uh, yeah, I would say so. But, but also thirst, you could use it in the larger context of like thirsty for attention. You're horny for attention. Yeah. I mean, they're <laughs> called thirst traps. Like yes, that's, I that's love something them. people have like agreed upon and it's not even stigmatized really th- thirst traps. It's just, it is what it is. If you, if you post a thirst trap that you say this is a thirst trap, you're being somewhat self deprecating. Okay. But you also are like, this is a sexy picture of me. That's or, the statement, right? I think the statement is more like, here's my version of a sexy picture. Do you agree? <laughs> <laughs> Why? What would your sexy picture be? Just like a butt? <laughs> yeah. Like a naked butt. A naked butt. <laughs> I knew it. What are you talking about? I mean, I post shirtless pictures of myself somewhat oh, regularly. I thought, I'm thinking That's of you as like a, a, like a, what's, the, what's the, on the other end of a thirst? The trap? No. The, the other end of a thirst? Is, yeah, like who you're know. trying uh, to uh, attract. Uh, like, what's the name for that? Like, that person. Oh, the the water. The mark? The liquid. <laughs> the liquid. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Be the liquid to my thirst. <laughs> you're the liquid to my thirst. You're the liquid to my thirst. It'd be like a, like a, like a techno-y kind of Get thing. Get me wet, what? Yeah, you're the liquid to my thirst. Get me wet, wet. Uh, dun, dun, dun. First, what rhymes? What rhymes first? But you gotta lick it first. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're the. I, I told you I'd be good at erotica. Right. 
<laughs> Wait, oh, hold on a second. Let me let me write this down. Well, we are recording it. I know. I'm trying to like. I, I keep losing it as I'm trying to close it up. You're the liquid to my thirst. What was the next line? Wet, wet, make it wet, wet, oh, or yeah. make me wet, wet. Make it wet, wet. And then what's what was your last? <laughs> Uh, kiss me first no i was like but you better lick it first oh lick it first yeah that's it that's right you have the I'll liquid it, to set, my set. thirst make it wet wet lick it first you know what you should sample mm, what and this might be controversial what i was th- okay helen keller helen keller screaming wawa for water <laughs> <laughs> with patty from, duke doing yeah, it from right, miracle worker exactly <laughs> Uh, I was thinking like something like this. <laughs> You're the liquid to my thirst. Make it wet, wet, lick it first. Spank my booty, make it hurt. You're the liquid to my thirst. You're the liquid to my thirst. Make it wet, wet, lick it first. Spank my booty, make it hurt. You're the liquid to my thirst. It's Pretty so bad. good. <laughs> that is so good. <laughs> That's green velvet. I forgot before that was really terrible when I, um, I play for the, um, no skin in the game. This is a correction. Uh, during the, uh, when I brought the no skin in the game recording to the Endies, I totally forgot to mention that that was an OMRS beat. I like didn't credit him. I mean, I'm not, obviously these are like, they're amazing. They don't need me to say who they are because they're like techno legends you know detroit but that's a green velvet's la la land for those who are playing along at home unfun fact (gasps) ava gardner denied the 130 pounds of cock story when asked about it she okay so there's this book and i did not like it um i really didn't like it actually if i I were her i would just that's a funny that's a funny little quip i would just let people believe it if i didn't say it that's what makes me believe that she did say it well it was an off the record conversation oh yeah but she also lied constantly anyway so yes of course but it was an off the record conversation she wrote so there's this book ava gardner the secret conversations and uh peter evans wrote it it was basically like he tried to write her memoir and had a series of conversations with her and she was all over the place and then she ended up writing like what's described as a sanitized version of it that's the annoying thing is that she there is an ava gardner memoir which is just called ava my story and supposedly like that's like the sanitized version because she kept worrying that she was saying too much and blah 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 so it's this like really kind of like tedious process that's told because it's obviously not a full book and he just tells the story of calling her a million times and how she was being crazy or like visiting with her or whatever, but it's kind of repetitive. There's not mm-hmm. a ton of narrative there. And also the guy that, that like read it, I'll, I'll, I'll include a clip. I'm not going to play it now, obviously, okay. but like did her voice in like the most like faggoty kind of oh. like, you know, Ooh, like, I like that. it was annoying to listen to. Uh, it was a weird, it was a weird like parody thing of, um, of somebody like what's like Paul Lind, you know what I mean? It was like, that's what it sounds like. It sounds like Paul Lind. (laughs) So that it was just irritating to listen to, but here's the clip. So she denied it, but like, uh, it's, it's it's questionable. Didn't you also once joke that there was only 10 pounds of Frank, but there's 110 pounds of cock. I said, she stopped laughing. 
abruptly. Who said that? You, apparently, I said. She looked stunned. I never said that. It's the most disgusting thing I've ever heard. On Mogambo, didn't you say it to a visiting British dignitary? It's sick. John Ford apparently encouraged you, I said, to jog her memory and offer her a way out and get me off the hook. It's vile, she said. I would never say anything so disgusting. Ford would never have encouraged me to say such a thing. It's in Kitty Kelly's biography of Frank, I said. I've read that book. It's a piece of shit. Nevertheless, I think it's in there, I said. I'd remember it if she'd written something as disgusting as that. It's smut. It's sick. It's fucking obscene. I had the Kelly book in my bag with the passage and her quote underlined, but I decided not to embarrass Ava by confronting her with it. There is a bit of, like, a correction. You reminded me. Or not a correction. I have questions. Oh, okay. About, you know, our own sort of, not canon, but, like, not lore. What do I mean? I don't know. Our culture? Uh, 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 jargon? There were several more people who died last year that we discussed that I did not realize. Really? Yeah. Like but, who? Um, okay, so it's a few, but I want you to tell me. I think definitely, some of them definitely should be on the banner. But tell me if you think these should be added to the banner. Okay. Chickadee, Anna Cardwell. Oh, yeah. Andrea Faye Friedman. She plays Quirky's girlfriend in Life Goes On. Not on the banner. Not on the banner? No. I, but you had such a Life Goes On moment. Remember? But we didn't talk about her, though. We didn't. We no. talked about her. We no. talked about her because we talked about how she said that she was an angel. All people with Down syndrome are angels. Okay. Don't you remember that? No. Oh. Well, um, but I mean, if it's we talked fine. about no, if we talked about her specifically, absolutely. Okay, we I definitely I we okay. definitely did. It was years ago though. It was like yeah. first. It's like first. It was twenty of pot psychology, maybe episodes. Yeah, yeah. It was like it in was, the first year. It was during the pandemic. Right. That's when I was watching Life Goes On. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Suzanne Summers. Yes. You know. Definitely. Um, Piper Laurie. Did we talk about her? Yes, because when Una's friend Piper came over, oh yeah, and I and we were like, "What kind of name is Piper?" And we're like, "What kind of what pipers do you know?" And you said Piper Laurie. <laughs> <laughs> um, I said Piper Paraboo. Okay, Bernie Marsden, who is that? Oh, from White Snake. Uh huh. We just watched a lot of what, like, we were just you know because of Tawny Katane. Yeah, but we never talked about. Bernie. We never talked about him. Okay, so that's fine. Robert Swan. He's one of the detectives in Who's That Girl? Like one uh, of the gay detectives. Okay. Uh, did we name him? We didn't name him, but we talked about him. Right. Because like, a lot of times... I don't think that counts. That one That one is a no from me. We, but We did a whole episode about... Who's That Girl? Yeah. I just got uh, breaking news. What? She died? <gasps> no. She, oh. uh, she lost her... Rachel Dolezal? Tucson, Tucson teacher loses job over OnlyFans account. Is Rachel Dolezal lost her job? Nikechi Diallo? What, did she subscribe to Rachel Dolezal? Oh, that's her name. She used to be known as Rachel Dolezal. Okay. Wait, her, she, changed her, her she changed her name? She changed her name. Yeah, it's, it's buried. Way to bury the lead. 
Diallo used to be known as Rachel Dolezal. She changed her name. I don't know how to say it exactly, but it's N-K-E-C-H-I, Nikechi. Swirling on social media tonight, a Catalina Foothills Unified School District after-school instructor with a controversial past. You might recognize her name. Rachel Dolezal was under fire in 2014, accused of misidentifying herself as black while serving as the head of the NAACP in Spokane before resigning amid the backlash. News for Tucson's Eric Fing joins us. Uh, she has a picture of a black Santa on her wall. She, yeah. Does that make sense? Oh, wow. They, Wait, ooh, she's doing with people now? Seems like it. Wait, what, is, what am I looking at? I don't know. And it's crazy that the news has, like... Is that hands or what is that? An African studies professor in Washington State accused of pretending to be black for personal gain. Now, I confirmed today that she is now an employee with the Catalina Foothills School District and apparently now has a public social media page where she has linked an OnlyFans page that appears to be operated by her. It took them this long to catch on her OnlyFans? Yeah, we've been talking about that forever. Yeah. Including the website Reddit. It is unclear tonight if the photos were shared by her. Now, we want to warn you, we have blurred these images you're about to see because they could be considered explicit and inappropriate for children. <laughs> Again. She's holding up a, a like a drugstore gift set of like hand lotion and perfume <laughs> with Rachel Dolezal in full color, her memoir. Yeah, the, the poster in the background. Behind her. Oh, no, that's not. That's just her spreading herself. Oh, that's her spreading her butt cheeks. In front of her Christmas tree and a, and a black Santa. That's not festive. Picture. Well, I mean, so it is weird to kind of fucking at Christmas. You know, it's kind of weird. It's like, this is like... I don't know. It's just a lot of sensibility. The, the, the smell of like pine is in the air. I like that though. In front of a fireplace. Right. Well, I mean, just but everything else about Christmas needles. is not for fucking. Right. Like, you're eating but a lot. You, I mean, you do you, fuck during Christmas and it just feels I like. Got, I got pregnant during Christmas. Wow. Wow. They're just doing this on the evening news. Yeah. The choice of putting that on the news is pretty unhinged. Yeah. Like, what? Like, we got it. OnlyFans, we know. Yeah. That they felt the need? What? How did it take them this long to catch on to her OnlyFans? Oh, no. And that is actually really brazen that she had stuff put, like in front of the paywall. If yeah. she's going to be having a job like that, yeah. like, working for the city. Yeah. You know? I feel like if the kids are really young, it doesn't matter because they shouldn't be on the internet. And if they're on the internet, that's their parents' fault. Yeah, I mean, I think in a perfect world, it shouldn't matter at all. Right. Like, like 0%. I'm on, I'm effectively on her side as her right to do that, regardless of the context. But like, it might, like, pose some sort of, like... Um, distraction? Or, no, I think maybe, like, uh, it could, like, spark something. I mean, their, like, sexuality is, like, maturing yeah. during all this. And so it's, like, really shaping what their future sexuality is going to be like, uh -huh. what sex is going to be like for them and what they, what turns them on or what they think is supposed to be sexy, blah, blah, blah. What, you know, what, I, what they would put in their thirst traps. Um, so if maybe that might be like traumatizing to like have her sec, have a teacher sexualized right. for like some kids. Cause then each one don't teach one, <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> Uh, but I think if they were like either very little when they shouldn't be on, they shouldn't be on the internet or if they're like, I don't know, older teenagers, like who cares? Um, they're probably jerking off to her anyway. And 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the there's gay so ones. much porn. Sure, but whatever. Why not well, keep it close some. to home? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I think that's enough. Okay. Rate and review us if you would. You said it at the end again. Yeah, well, we're doing it. At least I said it. <laughs> call us 347-450-4239. We should have checked our phone calls. We don't have any. Oh. So call us. Well, you know what? We 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 played a really good one on bonus. Um What was it? The one about uh it was information that we liked about states in which you could have sex with you could marry your cousin. Yes, yes. And there were yes. like 19 it was from a lawyer listener who broke it down for us. It was really great in reference to a conversation that we had about the guy that was trying to pass the law in Kentucky. Was it? Yeah. Or, uh, he was that, on Survivor. That you could, so you could be able to marry your first cousin. Um, and we should have played that. I mean, but you know what? We didn't. And if you want to hear it, then have at it. Patreon.com slash pot psychology. There's also. <laughs> <laughs> what? And have at it. That's yeah. a good pitch. Thank you. <laughs> uh, there's also our our series, our premium elite uh, gold series, Wawoo. Gold? I feel like platinum. Platinum series, Wawoo, uh, in which we're talking about America's Next Top Model. Cycle three. Oh, it's so good already. It is. Already, it's so good. We're on we just started second, talking about it. Yeah. Second episode. Although Eva annoys the shit out of me. It's crazy to me because you know she went on to be a real housewife and yeah. then she does real housewives um ultimate girls trip and she's so different she's yeah. so I different like she's still you know she's spunky because you know, she's like little and i i actually forgot that she acted like this she's really a lot but she was also a kid right she grew anyway, up anyway so we're going to be going to do that right now you can't sell me incense my world smells good enough to eat So let's not eat Just smell the good and longing Not owning We'll circle like insects Incensing the grief liquid herd Have you heard an encouraging word from them? They pretend To be so above it all or so they would have you think I think No one thinks at all You might show some interest Your world looks good enough to eat